Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to Inside the Studio, presented by iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Joe Lee. So on this home edition of the show, our quarantine correspondent, Jordan Runtog, talked with Ryan Tedder. And, and you may know Ryan from his band, One Republic, or... You may know Ryan as the prolific songwriter and producer who's the answer to the eternal question, what do you two and Paul McCartney have in common with the Jonas Brothers and Beyonce? I mean, how prolific is Ryan Tedder? He just released two tracks recorded during lockdown. That's Lose Somebody with Kygo and Better Days with One Republic. But he also told Jordan that during the first 120 days of quarantine, he wrote more songs than he had in the previous nine or 10 months. Except it's what else he had to say about the impact of this time that's a big reason that we started this whole home edition of Inside the Studio, to let you know how artists were coping with this moment, how it's impacting not just the way they make music, but their lives. And Ryan really let us inside all of that. What he has to say is fascinating. So if you enjoy this episode, be sure to listen to the iHeartRadio podcast that Jordan hosts, which is called Rivals, Music's Greatest Feuds, and which is available wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everybody. My name is Jordan Runtog, but enough about me. My guest today has been called the undercover king of pop by Billboard magazine. He's one of the most gifted songwriters of our time, crafting hits for Beyonce, Adele, Taylor Swift, the Jonas Brothers, Paul McCartney, Lady Gaga, and that's when he's not fronting his own multi-platinum rock band, One Republic. The group are poised to release their fifth album, Human, this spring, 
but the pandemic had other plans. The album's delayed, but he has plenty more on his plate. He just wrapped up the second season of Songland, launched a CBD drink called Mad Tasty, and is in the midst of developing a movie musical with Margot Robbie. And he's still writing more songs than ever. Frankly, I don't know how he's made time to be here today, but I'm so glad he has. Ryan Tedder, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. How are you today? How does this day in lockdown find you? I'm good. I mean, you know, I'm okay. I, to be honest, man, I kind of like, I was doing really, really good uh, and, and probably almost like irrationally good, irrationally well during the COVID craziness since the middle of March and decided to make Lemonade Out of Lemons, you know, have, have easily written more songs in, in the last 110, 120 days than I had in the previous nine months, uh, to be quite wow. frank. I mean, I just pretty much four or five sessions a day, sometimes two a day. Um, got some great cuts on some big artists coming, some great stuff in the, in the you know, in the hopper and dove headfirst into TV and film, created a handful of TV shows back, going back to March and April. And then it finally slowed down this last week and it all kind of hit me. And all of a sudden I got, I like had four months worth of being bummed all in like 48 hours. So yeah, oh, so today man. I'm just like, I'm over it. I'm just over the pandemic. I'm like, I'm over the constant news, like changing every day. You know, I, I know about 18 people that have gotten it. I know three people that have died from it. So, um, you know, I'm over dealing with people in parts of the country that don't think it's real. I was just texting with my stepsister and my, and what she said was so true. She's, she lives in Oklahoma and she's, she's taking it very seriously, but a lot of friends and family aren't. And the reality is if you don't know someone who got sick with it, you don't have context. You don't realize how bad this thing is until you're FaceTiming one of your friends who's like gasping or hacking up a lung and hasn't moved in two weeks. And like, I've had so many of those FaceTimes and those calls with people that have gotten it that I can't not take it seriously. But the, the, the kind of like selfish, just like self-centered part of me has finally kicked in and it's just like, I don't want to deal with it anymore. I want to get on a plane and fly to Denmark or Hawaii <laughs> or New Zealand. I want to stop being scared of infecting my 69-year-old mother-in-law. I'm a prime candidate for that. So I'm, I'm trying to tell myself, you know, this too shall pass and, uh, and try and get in the headspace to be creative again. But sometimes you just have to like, you know, process whatever you're going through and let it, if you're, if you're upset or depressed for a couple of days, be depressed, you know? Yeah, just just go through it. What's that Winston Churchill line? If you're going through hell, keep going. If you're going through hell, keep going. The other thing he also said is, democracy is the worst form of government, except for all the other forms we've tried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Obviously, this is just a whole new frontier in terms of anxiety and, and, and you know, rational fear. That's the scariest part. I mean, what's that phrase? You know, just, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean you're wrong. What do you do in the past when you've been in, in this kind of headspace? Like, what's helped you move through it? Is it music? Is it family? Is it all the above? Is it exercise? In the past, two things. Exercise is my kind of go-to because it's free and it's there. And it's like you're foolish not to. Um, but honestly, the other one is a change of scenery. I've been touring for 15 years and, and nonstop, like, I'll do 400,000 miles in a year. So I think part of it is to, to be so accustomed to being around the world and seeing all these different things and having the stimulation and the interaction and friends in different cities around the world that I always get to see. It's going to be addictive. It's addictive. And like to go to, from, from that to literally a dead stop, like nobody does that. Like it's crazy. And so I have done that. So I think part of it's that. I'm part of that. Like my brain's going like, 
where could I be right now? Like, okay, like, let's, you know, like, it's, it's uh, New Zealand. It's beautiful there. Let's go there. You uh, released a new song, I think the end of March, called Better Days, which had so much hope in it, you know, such a hopeful message in the face of COVID. Was that inspired directly by the pandemic or had that been brewing a little bit beforehand and the words took on a new meaning? The chorus was written probably nine to 12 months beforehand, but all of the verse lyrics and the rest of the song, the meat of the song was written um, during the pandemic, during the first, during the two weeks that I was quarantined at, at this studio um, with a couple of band members. Uh, it just, it's all, it was all so new and also it felt like a wave crashing, you know, uh, over America. And so it's all I could think about. And, 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 you know, the news I've now for anybody listening, I highly recommend if you are as sick of the news as I am, uh, CNN, Fox news, I don't care which side of the, which it's hilarious at this point to call either of those companies like quote unquote news channels is just a joke. Um, they should be called op-ed channels because they're opinion pieces. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I've now been relegated to, it's so boring, but if you want to know what's going on without any spin, it's the Associated Press. I go to Associated Press or Reuters, and that's been my new thing because I just kept going like, after like three months of CNN, and then for, out of for fun, just to know what my family in Oklahoma was watching, like what news they were getting, I'd go to Fox News and see a completely different set of facts reported with completely different color. Um, and watching both of those, I've now realized, then I go to the source of the news articles, which is the Associated Press and Reuters, and read the report, which is 99% as it happened without color. I'm, I'm trying to focus on reading books, like I'm reading three books at the same time right now, um, I am. I, I downloaded the Calm app, <laughs> which actually works, by the way, the meditation yes. app. Um, big shout out. I'm not sponsored by them, but big shout out, Calm. And um, and uh, I'll tell you what. There is a vaccine for trapped in a cage island fever during a pandemic, and it's called wine. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I've been following um, uh, Quarantine Cuisine. Oh, yeah. I, I kept that up for about three weeks. I did, I, I did it for like three weeks, Quarantine Cuisine. Um, and I just, if I didn't have a life, <laughs> I would have kept doing it. If I didn't have a wife and kids, my, my, I got home, my wife was like, you are not going to do quarantine. We're not, that's, that's not happening every night. <laughs> um, but I didn't stop cooking. I've actually got way better at cooking. And I, they, funny you mentioned that that is the other thing that helps me keep my sanity. Everything in the music industry has been paused so tremendously i developed a tv show which i will talk about now just to warn anybody else off from from doing the same thing but i developed it i created a show at the beginning of the pandemic and i thought okay what if there was a tv series that was super high def super high end that every artist that wants to release an album or single they don't have an anchor to release it with so i just worked backwards from like what would one republic want i would like a concert special where we play all of our hits and then i go into detail telling the stories behind those hits. Like, and I talk about where this idea came from and when, where I was when I wrote this and how did I come up with that lyric and how did I come up with, you know, the, the phrase counting stars? Where did I think of that? And, and apologize, who's it about? Like, you know, and go into those songs and go behind the hits and then at the very end of the concert, play our new single and launch our new single and album off of a TV special. And I was like, what would that look like and how many artists would want to do it? 
well, every artist is at home doing nothing, but all these venues are sitting empty. So anyway, I've been working very quickly on getting this show together, and right now we have it. That sounds incredible. I mean, you mentioned having three, four songwriting sessions a day as well on top of all this. How has you know, Zoom songwriting affected your process, or has it? It's made my process way more efficient. When I said earlier that I thrived in the first part of COVID, it was because of the Zoom sessions. Like I, it's because the barrier to entry is so low. The value proposition mm. is so high. So here's what happens in reality. I'm in West Hollywood. Let's say I have a session today at 3 p.m. And one of the one of the writers are Monsters and Strangers. Well, they're over in Sherman Oaks, right? So that's going to be, that's going to take them 35, 40 minutes easy to get here. Let's say I have, I want Michael Pollack, who's, who wrote Maroon 5 Memories and a bunch of other songs. I write with him all the time. Okay, he lives in like, I don't even know, Thousand Oaks or something. Like, like that's going to take him an hour to get here, okay? So already, that's a commitment. Time, traffic, stress, driving. Everybody shows up on the scene. And then what happens is not every day, no matter how good you are, are you going to write a smash? It's just not going to happen. You're going to write a lot of like, like, a minus and A songs, but really the A plus songs are the only ones in, in 2020. The anomaly hits are pretty much the only ones that exist anymore. Just a great song where you used to be able to just work a great song. Those are a lot harder to be successful at radio and streaming these days because they get drowned out by one TikTok video that just goes viral. But, you know, I've really diagnosed why, because me and a few other friends have actually done better in the Zoom sessions than before. Like we enjoy them more. And we were thinking, well, because in a Zoom session, if a song's just not turning out great, people don't hesitate to be like, guys, I'm not, I'm not loving this. Let's start something else. Or let's just pick it up tomorrow, right? Well, if I drove an hour <laughs> and he drove an hour and a half and I'm going to fight traffic going home, we're finishing this damn song, even if it sucks. And like that type of thing is actually, it's actually contrary to healthy songwriting because you're, you're now letting... The fact that you're there, you drove, and these other ancillary factors that have nothing to do with the quality of a song influence your decision to finish that song and to like dig your heels in. And I've done it. I've done it countless times. Well, they drove all the way here. I don't really think the song is like a smash, but I, you know what? Let's just finish it. And and like in a Zoom session, man, you just pull that ripcord. You pull the ripcord and you start a new song, or you or you say, guys, let's pick it up tomorrow, and you don't feel like you've put out four people that drove halfway across town. Like I miss the camaraderie and I miss the interaction of people in person. But I think almost every writer you talk to would tell you that we are really good at wasting a lot of time in a session. I mean, because <laughs> half, half the fun, Ross Golan, who hosts, you know, the, the penultimate songwriter blog or uh, podcast will tell you, he's always said like, I enjoy, the reason I like songwriting is the hang. I like the hang and that's, that's half the fun of it. If you end up with a hit, great, but it's, it's all about the hang. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Is there a place when you're actually writing the song, once the conversation's over and everything, that you always start? Like, is there, I don't know if it's a, like a ritual, even like a mental ritual that you begin when you're, when you're really sitting down to start the actual act of writing? I don't think there's a, I light a candle. I've always done that. I have, I'm big on, anyone that knows me knows I'm like, my candle game is strong. That's probably one of my biggest budgetary allowances annually. Big on candles. So that's, that'd be one thing. I want the room, to, the room needs to be clean and like, and like, and like together clean and smell good. That's about my only, like no bad smells, good smell, good natural lighting. Um, gone is the day that I work in dark studios, like that I do that type of stuff. I'm just not, I spent years in dark studios Years and years and years in studios without windows, and I finally, I just drew a line in the sand um, a few years ago, and just I can't do this anymore. I even built one. I built, like, the most extraordinary studio imaginable in Colorado. I used it for four years, and then I was like, I'm depressed. I can't be down here anymore. Like, I need natural. I'm a big, big, big sun natural light person, so my studio now is tons of natural light. I'll, if, it's an, if it's a cool enough, if it's, like, 72 or below, I'll open the doors. The whole thing just opens. So like, it's like you're writing indoors and outdoors at the same time. And 
Vibe, vibe is my ritual. Vibe is my ritual, man. Um, ritual wise, if it's with an artist, I get them talking. I get them talking. I ask them how they're doing, what's going on in life, what have they been listening to. If they're in a relationship, I kind of, you know, I, I lean in on that a little bit because nine times out of ten, that there's the song. I did a whole run of sessions with Miley Cyrus, with Ali Tamposi and Andrew Watt, Louis Bell, back right before COVID. And that's all we ever did. Miley, blah, 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 what's up? And Miley can talk. So then it's just like... <laughs> You know, she gives you everything. Really good artists, good artists are vulnerable. Good artists know themselves, the best ones. And them talking gives you all the fodder that you need for that day. Um, if you don't get that, because there's a lot of times where you don't, um, then you kind of hope, I mean, I'm a firm believer, and I used to be much better at this, and I should probably start doing this again now, but back in the day... I was the guy, um, when I started writing, I made it, I just, you know, I didn't learn this anywhere. I just kind of thought it up, I guess, myself. I thought, I will always have two or three titles and concepts in the back of my pocket that are bulletproof. So no matter what, so I lean into whatever the other writers and the artist wants to do. But if anyone gets stuck, I go, guys... I got a zinger. Check this one out. And I just drop it like mic drop. And I'd done that for years. So that's my other uh, rituals. Do I have a fallback plan? Do I have something, you know, if everyone gets all weird and insecure because nothing great is happening, do you have a parachute? Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I don't have any other kind of ritual. I don't like to listen to other people's, unless I'm referencing something, um, you know, I might, we might play a couple songs like, Oh, remember that? Like, uh, me and Julio down by the schoolyard. I want to do a song that sounds like that. Like, let's play that. You know what I mean? And then you, you get a little bit of a, you get it in your, in the air, you get the sound of it in the air. Um, I'm very careful with that stuff though. I'll play a song one time and usually I'll, I'll play like 15 seconds of it, uh, because you don't want to accidentally, you know, interpolate something and, and end up in a, sticky situation. I uh, was lucky enough to speak to to the wonderful singer Ash recently, and she uh, she hosted a Pet Sounds 54th anniversary uh, live stream that, that you were involved with, did absolutely incredible version of God Only Knows. I, it was amazing. What is it about that album that, that speaks to you? Um, well, me specifically, the first album that I ever had that was ever given to me was Beach Boys. So my earliest memory of music is the Beach Boys. I was five years old. It's so playful. Their music is so playful. Their melodies are so playful that I had no concept how absolutely insanely complicated and difficult the arrangements were that Brian Wilson was doing. Honestly, until God only knows, I, I sat down. I did definitely did not get, I definitely procrastinated but I sat down the day before it was due that I had to hand in that video. I sat down to learn it. It's pretty, it's pretty much like the day before it aired. Like I sat down to learn God Only Knows thinking, oh, I'll just sit down and hammer this out in five seconds. And then I sat down and it was like, God Only Knows about you. Like he's changing keys every single phrase. He doesn't, the note that I thought my whole life he was landing on he wasn't. And, and changing the chord underneath to support 
the new voicing, it's this constant change. The bass parts are crazy they're, that he always insane. does. insane. Like, it is, he's such a better writer than I am, Brian Wilson. <laughs> um, and look, I mean, I've said this for years, no, no, no offense to, to myself and every other modern musician and writer, but we are all, anyone, if you're in your 20s or 30s, you're, you're, or 40s right now, you're just a hack. Like, we're all hacks compared to the musicians and writers of the 60s and 70s. You had to be a beast. Listen to Stevie Wonder, Songs in the Key of Life. You know, back-to-back -back album of the year. I've produced Stevie Wonder. I've written with him. I, I have seen his genius firsthand. No one comes close. No one comes close to him. Like, there's not... You're right. You might have one singer alive now that's a signed recording artist that maybe can sing as well as he is. Maybe. But I don't even think that exists. Like, in terms of male vocalists, I can't name anyone right now that, that can do the stuff he can. Then you combine it with the fact that he knows every single note in the universe and how to combine all of them. He's Jacob Collier-level uh, piano player and keyboard player, you know, to all you Musos Jacob Collier fans out there. Um... He's as good as John Mayer is uh, on guitar. He's that good on that that little harpsichord thing that he plays, the auto harp, whatever that thing is. Like, there is there are no comparables anymore to the level of musicianship you had to have in the 60s and 70s. And McCartney told me, he said, the reason you had to be good back then was it was too expensive to not be. Recording <laughs> studio time was so expensive and tape was so expensive that if you didn't nail it on the first or second take, you were out the door. So every, all your signed recording artists were glorified studio. They were studio musicians. Like, you know, most, look, I mean, uh, you know, I'm thinking about Fleetwood Mac. Like any one of them would have been a session player by themselves if they weren't in Fleetwood Mac. You could take apart most of the bands in the 60s and 70s, especially all the artists on the Wrecking Crew era. Oh, yeah. Almost every artist was good enough to be a session player. Like, they were like interchangeable. And, that just doesn't exist anymore. Like I know like half producers I know don't play a single instrument and yet they can still do hits because now it's more about taste and like sampling and and it's just a different era. It's a, it's a completely different era. I mean, writing with McCartney, I, I, as a songwriter, I can't even imagine being in sort of the, if I may, the John Lennon seat. Like, what was it like being up close writing with him? Did, did he do things differently? Like, is there anything, did he approach it in a way that was completely different to you or was it just magic? I still kind of couldn't believe as I was walking to the door, I was like, there was that sense of like, oh my God, I'm about to work with him. And apparently from what his manager said that a lot of people, it, it doesn't work with him because they might get in the room with him and they just can't like can't function because it's McCartney and he's the single most successful greatest songwriter of all time like period full stop um and i kind of knew that but i just i've i've learned i learned years ago to start telling myself when i'm like i shouldn't be here why am i here how how is this happening I said no you actually deserve to be here i've worked with and i was going down the list in my head going well, who else is going to work with him? Like, I mean, and once I got to the end of it, I was like, I was like, ironically, I might be very like the maybe the most qualified or one of the most qualified people to work with him. And so anyway, the first day we were feeling each other out. And um, I was like, play me your scraps, play me like just ideas you have floating around and let me see if I can turn one of them into a song, which is how a lot of the more, um, I don't want to say older artists, but more like traditional um it's an old school way of producing, right? 
Rolling Stones, um, even with U2. A lot of times, you know, Bono and Edge would just play me jam sessions. Here's a here's a 15-minute jam session. There's some melodies over here. There's a guitar thing over here. There's some drums over here. And then it's kind of like I sit down and go listen to it. And I just, I'd like, I like tap a marker whenever I hear something I think is sticky or cool. And then I have to Frankenstein that into a song and kind of go, here's what I think is the basic structure of what you did um, in a three and a half, four minute song. And more or less, that's what I did on the first song with McCartney. And then by the second day, we had a more of a camaraderie and, you know, and I'm, I'm high energy and take the piss out of myself and everybody else. So like, I'm not, people don't, the people realize pretty quickly that I don't take myself too seriously. And, <laughs> you know, it, it kind of just evolved. And then the, by the final couple of days, I just, once we had a song mapped out, like a basic, I'd have him go on the piano and just play. I was like, just play for 30 minutes. And he would, he'd play, I'd set the tempo and he'd play chords. Um, I remember I played him Grizzly Bear two weeks which is one of my favorite songs. Oh, and yeah. and I just said, hey, um, I just said, hey, uh, these guys, as like, there's a lot of modern indie bands that basically sound like they're doing their version of what you would have done. So I said, I think it'd be funny to do your version of their <laughs> version of what you would have done. <laughs> and so we had fun with that. I played them some stuff that, that I thought was pretty Beatles inspired. Um, and I just hit record, man. And then once he'd stumble into a chord progression I liked, I would just, I'd, I'd be like, yo, just do that again, do that again, do that one. And then we'd, we'd make that into a section and then map out the whole song. And then I'd help him with melody. Uh, a lot of mel melody seems to be, when I'm working with the more like like storied, like like beloved acts, like the, 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 the U2s of the world and the Peters and the Gabriels and the, the thing that I... I know that they treasure is their lyrics, right? And so I really, I'm very careful, unless I have just an, a stone cold killer lyric or obvious concept, that much is very indelibly tied to who they are and their character. So I try to help with melody as much as possible. Um, but it's all about bedside manner. Like you don't want to push too hard, like my way or the highway. Like, you know, it's very much trying to serve, you're trying to serve them. And, um, you know, by the, by the last couple of days, man, the last day I just told Paul, I was like, all right, go track, tra let's track the bass. He'd track the bass and then he'd run to the other side of the room. All right, track guitar. Then he sat down on the drums, did the entire drums. Then he went over to the Mellotron. Then he went over to the harpsichord and like, so every single instrument is McCartney. Um, and, and then I'm singing background vocals with him, you know, somewhere there's footage of all this stuff. I was too scared to pull my phone out and film anything, but, um, he has the footage because <laughs> there was a camera guy there. Um, but yeah, man, it was wild. It was my favorite sessions of my lifetime, you know, in his little tiny village in, in England. It was incredible. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. What are you working on now, musically, that you were the most excited about? Um... Musically, that I'm the most excited about right now. I'm trying to think musically. What am I, what am I playing right now? We have a One Republic song that I'm obsessed with that's extremely different and feels like a bit of a unicorn that I'm very happy with called West Coast. That just, it's, it's, my, it's our ode to the mamas and the papas. And it is like, and I feel Wait. like we kind of nailed it. Like, it's like, it's crazy. It, it is maybe one of my favorite songs I've ever done in this band. Um, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited about, I can't talk about it. Like I did a lot of the Miley side. I can tell you what I have done. I've done a bunch of Sam Smith stuff that I'm very proud of. And uh, it's new, a bunch of new Miley Cyrus stuff um, that I'm proud of, uh, you know, through my hat, through my name in the hat um, on a couple Bieber songs. We'll see if they make the cut because I know he's recorded a lot of songs and I'm not holding my breath, but, but I did, uh, did do one with Skrillex that I'm pretty happy about. Um, I'm I'm excited about um what else what else what else um I'd like to do something with Calvin Harris I feel like he and I would be would do something cool together um and as far as new artists that I'm trying to think of like new artists in the new artist world um it's so hard because it's like it's like I can't pronounce half the the names of the artists that are out now. Like, there's the new art. Like, I, I'm I'm just gonna be straight. Like, I look at top fifty, and it's six or seven artists that we all know, and then like it feels like forty one hit wonders. And like, I thought it was just me who felt that way. It's okay, so okay. So I'm not. I, I don't. I'm not trying to come off like an asshole. I'm just trying to come off like I open it, I click it, I, I look for the Kygo record I have out right now. I see a few of my friends' other songs, like my my friends. Uh, um, you know, uh, Watt, Tamposi, Monster Strangers, who did that awesome Dua Lipa record. I see Roddy Rich, you know, 
I'm actually trying to sign a, a writer right now who's a big, who produced the last Roddy Rich single. Like I'm actively looking for um, uh, like hip hop producers. I'm trying to get more versed in that. I love hip hop. I started as a hip hop producer. Like I started, that was my Timberland, first two yeah. or three years. Yeah, but even all the first songs and beats that I sold in LA when I was making, you know, a uh, thousand bucks here, 5,000 here, I was doing, uh, it, was, it was all like 90% rap. Like everybody I was working with was a rapper. I was doing hip hop sessions starting at 10 p.m., going till 5 a.m., 6 a.m. Um, it was a different world. So I'm, I'm getting back into that a little bit. Since, since coronavirus, I'm, I'm just haven't, I haven't been scouring for new artists. I've been honestly listening to old things that, that make me feel good. And I think the trend in streaming the last four months has very much been that way too. 58% uptick in catalog artists since COVID. Um, really? Yeah. So like I put on best, I'm not even like, I wasn't alive. I, I, I don't, I didn't grow up in the seventies, but like, I put on the best of the seventies the other day and listened to it for four hours. You know, I've been listening to um, like Fleet Foxes and like Cage the Elephant and Vampire Weekend and Old Killers. That's my, that's the stuff that I act, actively listen to. Old Kanye um, in Rainbows. You know what I mean? That's oh, to, to man, totally yeah. sound like the absolute lamest old white guy in Rainbows. <laughs> like, let me just give you that quote. Um, but, uh, yeah, man. And then, you know, uh, when I'm hoping that some new stuff pops off in the next few minutes. I've been listening to all my, all my old high school mix CDs with, like, the darkness on it and stuff. Like yeah. That. And I don't even think I love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the best is, take your hands off my woman, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're amazing. My last question. If you could snap your fingers... Have all of this be over? Have everything be back the way it was? No corona, no quarantine. What's the first thing you do? Play, trip you'd take, person you'd hug, thing you'd do? What is it? Um, the first thing I would do, I would take my family for like two months, pretty much. And I would make up for the spring break that we canceled that was going to be the single greatest trip of our lifetime. We are going to Tokyo, Kyoto, um, and I would go to Japan for like two weeks, and then I'd go to the south of France uh, in Italy for like six weeks, and I would ball out. The one thing that, that and I'd do it tomorrow. I would do it, I would literally <laughs> like, give me the plane, give me the, give me the hotels, whatever, let's go, spare no expense. You know, I've worked uh, I've had an insatiable work ethic my whole life. I work too hard. I work too much. Like I, I'm aware of that. And I don't, uh, I've done very well, but I don't actually, I'm one of those people that's guilty of like not enjoying it enough. I, I like, I don't, I'm not a flashy guy. I don't, I don't ball out. I don't really spend it. You know what I mean? As they say. And, and the one thing that, that is justified and worth spending is on experiences more than objects. Like, I like art. I've got cool art pieces and, like, a couple nice watches and those things. And I'm kind of like, I'm pretty much, you know, uh, I don't sit around obsessing over it. I'm, 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 I'm okay there. I'm not, I'm not sitting around thinking, ooh, I need more things. I'm thinking I need more experiences with my family. And I want to be able to take, I want to be able to take, um, you know, uh, the whole family and extended family on crazy lifetime experiences and trips. So that's what I want to do. Go to South France, you know, when it's not a million degrees, I want to do the Maharaja <laughs> Express 
train through India, um, which is super dope. Yeah. It's kind of like the Orient Express, but for India, super nice, like like high class, old world, turn of the century style um, train through through all the regions in India. Um, I want to do the Orient Express. I want to I want to do some more travel with my family. Is and and I would like to do it. I'd like the pandemic to be done tomorrow so I can do that. Right. Thank you so much for your time today. Your music, it means the world to me, people I love, so many others. Thank you so much for Thanks, everything. man. Appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Inside the Studio Home Edition, a production of iHeartRadio. For more episodes of Inside the Studio and other shows from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.